When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, welcome to Pretty Scary. Pretty Scary Boo. Yes, it is Pretty Scary. We are I am I am recording from my house. I'm I'm recording from mine. We so are we're gonna continue to do that for you guys. Um and work hard on upping the quality. Although Adam tells me my voice sounds great. So No, yeah, you you actually sound really good. You must get okay, good cool. phone reception in your apartment or home. You I should do. be proud. I am proud. Good. And right now I really need that good reception. So uh Yeah. <laughs> These are these are tense times. Uh, this is so scary. Okay, all right. So you know what I? Well, let me let's before we get into this, I want to talk about my process so far because okay. I think everybody is starting some kind of emotional prep, prepping right now, and sure. you know I think all of our listeners. I've shared a lot on this show, like about my life and about my past and all these things. And I've been through a lot. Oh my God. Is that winter? Yeah. Go okay. On. Fun, fun note. It sounds like a man yelling. Oh, good. <laughs> just FYI. So yeah, no, that's actually the government. Uh, yeah. I was like, Oh my God, the CIA got him. Finally. It if you want to take the rest of the show, Caitlin, that's going to be great. Yeah, and gonna, I'm mantle. just going to dive out this window here. Holy shit. That was scary. Anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah. So like I have a process that I want to share with everybody and I think it helps me. I am not a professional in any capacity, but I have grieved and lost and had to start over in my life so many times that I do feel like I can share something useful today. And for a did, change. For a change, you know, just for a for a nice change of pace. Right. I have a 48 hour rule. And what that rule entails is I allow myself to be as upset and depressed and scared and sad as I can for 48 hours. I just let it all hit me and beat me up. And I do journaling or I or I don't or I numb out or I drink or I do what I need to do. And I allow myself to do it. Because I keep telling myself in 48 hours, I have to be a person again. I have to because of the what this situation entails. And I want to extend this as a recommendation to deal with this. And that 48-hour thing is ongoing. Each time you get bad news, you're allowed to do that 48-hour thing. And I know you're thinking, oh, this is a rapid, rapidly evolving situation. And I could end up being upset for a lot of, for a lot of 48-hour periods. And you might like that's very real. This is this is going to affect every single person on the planet. And there's going to be a lot of feelings running around. And you're going to see a lot of people online talking about grieving and being sad and all these things. But if you don't tell yourself that there's a point in that process where you have to be alert and be aware, then you're going to get lost in it. And you can't do that right now. You really you can't. You have to occasionally be up on both feet and looking around at what's going on because um, we need everybody to be at their, at their best right now, you know? Yeah. And we sure do. Um, we need people to take this seriously and it's okay to be upset. It's, 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 it's okay to be scared. It's okay to be all of these things, but there is a point where you have to accept it and then look at where you're at after that. Because yeah. I promise you, if you actually accept what's happening, the decisions that you make will be easier to make. I'm not saying that they won't create tension or resistance or fear or sadness, but you'll know what decisions you have to make if you accept what's going on and give yourself that time to be upset and that deadline to kind of 
be ready. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. I think that's good advice. And just to be clear, you said 480 hours. That's exactly, yes. Yeah. So but, but I was allow yourself it, 480 yeah. hours yeah. to be depressed. Yeah, but I said 48 hours because I could. it saves time. Oh, yeah, yeah. It saves you time when right. you talk. I, if anyone understands that, it's me. Certainly. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. So, yeah, yeah. This is yeah. This is uh, this is a crazy situation. Um, and yeah, and I don't think I don't think our mental health rhetoric leading up to this has been helpful. To be completely frank, um, you know, there's a lot of this like, hey, you know, you're going through it, and you know, just there's no shame in that. And I don't want you to feel shame, but it's like we need everybody right now. So it's not like you're having existential dread. This is real dread. This is, this is real and it impacts everybody. So, you know, we got to be tough guys. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know another way to say it. Like I really don't. Well, not just tough, but smart. Like the stuff we're going to talk about today, it's primarily just people being dumb or ignorant. That's why. And making the situation so much worse. That's why I said this. Because I want everybody who listens to our show to not be the people that we're about to talk about. And the only way to not be it is to accept what's happening. Right. Yeah. Please don't be these people. Case in point, please don't be, <sighs> don't be patient 31. I know I'm sure uh, most people know this story by now because I should mention no. like. We haven't, I don't think we, so. We haven't really think- even said that we're, we're talking about... Uh, in theory, we're talking about crazy coronavirus stories that have happened so far, or COVID-19 stories, but it's building to a point. It's not, this isn't a listicle by no. any means, but yeah, we're no. talking about uh, developments with coronavirus so far. And I want to promise people who are subscribed to the network that we're not going to be full-time coronavirus content. Like, Yeah, pretty, we promise. Pretty scary seems like the place for it so we're doing we're doing an episode here we covered sarin gas (laughs) yeah yeah we've covered refugee camps yeah we get political why didn't we get more votes in the california primary i don't care anymore (laughs) (laughs) well i I still care why we didn't i can't believe people have the energy to be (laughs) i don't know part of me is like are they just displacing their stress on things they sort of have control over i'm trying to be compassionate but yeah uh, i mean you still want to do your your civic duty like people out voting that's a failure of the voting system in those states that's not like no i mean it 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 needs to be easier for people to vote everywhere the other thing i do want to say though is that this is something that hasn't happened for hundreds of years like this because well, 100 years, I should say. I'm sorry. The Spanish flu was the last time something like this really happened. And we're not going to do this right because we can't. This well, is not, we're just not going to do it right. And people, we voted for the wrong people. We put the wrong people in power. Yep. They're not going to do the right thing, you know, and I understand the rage and the anger about it. But I got to be honest with you, like, we've been raging and angry about these people for a long time. So a part of me is like, can we at least drop the, can you believe he did this rhetoric right now? Yeah. Because the, the, the days of being surprised by anything Trump does should be way in the rear view mirror. By I just can't handle it anymore. Yeah. Like, Ooh, he's so stupid. It's like, we know this isn't that this is like being in a burning car and just being like, this is such a stupid car. It's like, what? Okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. It's a Ford. This car Fiesta. sucks, Caitlin. We, it's on fire. You you bought the Ford Fiesta. We all bought it, and now we got to get out of it. So I think I used to have a are. Ford Fiesta. That's an appropriate target for that joke. It's a perfect target for that joke. <laughs> Ford Fiesta is the most hilarious car in the world. So let's talk about Patient Thirty One for people who haven't heard this because it's it's nuts and it's really representative of what people should not be doing right now. Yep. Uh, Patient 31, when the coronavirus outbreak started in South Korea, which it didn't start there, but when it first happened in South Korea, they were initially doing a really great job of containing it. The first 30 patients 
They managed to get them to self-isolate. They did all the things they that the government needed them to do. And things were pretty much contained. And then there was patient 31. She, uh, in the days before she got her diagnosis, which to be fair, uh, she hadn't been diagnosed yet, but yet. she traveled to lots of crowded areas, got into a <laughs> fucking car accident, checked herself into an oriental medicine hospital. The article's words, not mine, attended two different church services, one on the 9th of February, one on the 16th in between those two church services on February 15th was told that she should go get a coronavirus test. And instead, she did not and went to church the next day, finally got tested on the 17th and was almost immediately confirmed as South Korea's 31st case. I just want to point out that even without the 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 impending doom of COVID-19, just this woman's week annoys me. Like everything that this lady did bothers me. Yeah, she's like, too busy. I, I just I can imagine her in, in crowds, like stopping out of nowhere. You know what I mean? Like, like you're you're trying to get. Oh through, yeah, she just stops. She's having conversations so. at the top of the escalator for sure. Oh yeah. <laughs> like that's a good place yeah. to stop and chat it up, you old bat. Get out yep. of the way. Yep. And well, what happens? What happens next, Adam? What happens next is South Korea's coronavirus cases skyrocket and it was at one point believed that 70 percent of their cases i believe were caused by this one person yeah mostly mostly because she went to church uh that's where she caused most of her damage because that's obviously closed quarters everybody's hugging and you know I've been I've been to many a church service and, you know, it's a very like touchy feely situation. Um, I mean, obviously, in some cases more extreme, but um, this is nuts. Yeah. And what's even crazier, I don't know if this sounds familiar, but if not, we'll remind people in the next story we talk about. But uh, there's a conspiracy theory going around now that this church intentionally spread coronavirus to undermine the liberal government that is in office ahead of the 2020 elections, which my God, that sounds familiar, but also it might not be a conspiracy theory in this case because the, or the metropolitan government of Seoul, South Korea filed a formal complaint against this church, accusing them of murder. That's not great. No, but I mean, Look, I mean, this is the thing. If you're in a church that's being complained about anyway, then what we know is that that church is filled with total nut jobs and weirdos that have busy schedules that involve car accidents and stopping at the top of escalators. Right. So, you know, these are, you know, probably, and I'm just going to guess and be an asshole, but these are probably not busy uh, titans of industry. They probably have a lot of time on their hands and they probably don't cover their mouths when they sneeze or something crazy like that. I don't know what it is, but yeah, you know, it's everything in hindsight can look like a conspiracy when you get more than 50 dumb people together. It looks like they all had the same idea, but really they were just dumb at the same time. Oh, and I hey, think that's what this is. That makes a decent segue into the next story. Remember when Trump called this a hoax? Yep. It's crazy that he has now when reporters ask him about it. He's just like, no, I didn't call it a hoax. Like yeah, he probably believes that. Yeah. That's the thing. That's the thing that has been the only, it's not comforting, but like elucidating thing in all of this is that he does believe everything he says. Yeah. I believe he's that. Probably got dementia. Yes. Or something like that. Yeah. I mean, what I'm saying is like, like, for example, when people like Senator Lindsey Graham and, and Ted Cruz had to quarantine themselves, I was like, oh, they really do think this is a hoax. Okay. Well, at least there's that. Honestly, for some weird reason, I was relieved because if you go any level beyond that, it's much scarier. Yeah. And I'm, I'm rather, I'd rather them just be ignorant assholes than diabolical. But see, it just said that, but that, you know, but that part doesn't make sense because, and I'm getting ahead, but it's like, this is going to affect their voter base more than. <laughs> yeah. That's what's so confusing. <laughs> My God. 
it's like so this weird. is gonna this is gonna gut the Republicans' base. Like, oh yeah, old white people. Holy shit! Like, are no, they just I, giving up on that voting block altogether? No, the Rust Belt is just gonna be like Rust yoga pants now. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's not gonna be a Rust Belt anymore. Rust like, bucks. <laughs> like Billy Joel is is gonna lose his whole like concert circuit. <laughs> You he's, know? he's fine. He's well, had he a, doesn't care. He's had I'm a good saying, run. Like, That's if he survives. You know what I listened to while I was taking a shower to just genuinely try to make myself feel better was Elton John's I'm Still Standing, which is my favorite Elton John song. I'm still standing better than I ever did. Because I, I need to brainwash myself right now. Anyway. Yeah. Speaking of being brainwashed, what, what, worries, <laughs> what worries me about the, the Trump thing is like saying one thing and then a few weeks later in front of everyone saying no i didn't say that even though you said that thing on camera that's like that's dystopian future shit like that's 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 dictator shit well but that's also the benefit of having a voter base that also has dementia (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) i'm sorry like i don't know i i i have my theories on what this is gonna do but i'm not i'm not this is going to hurt. The, this is the weirdest bug because it's killing all the stupid people. I don't know another way to say it. Like, well, it's not killing all the stupid people. The stupid people are the ones that are going to kill everybody because it's not like it's like when we say it's going to kill old people, like they're not the ones going out and spreading it. It's young people in those states who are like, Trump said it's a hoax, man. I can go outside. No, I. And like, they're going to kill all their grandmas and grandpas. Yeah. But then at the same time, I'm looking at my Facebook feed filled with old Republican, oldish Republican, I'm going to say 65 and over. And they're having literally, I watched one 80th birthday party happen via Facebook. I saw a tamale making party. So no, I, (laughs) (laughs) I don't think you're right. I like, I, I I think that the people that are seriously possible that we're both right. Because when yeah, you, you we're both right, like right when now. we get like in, that. when we get into the people that are going out for these huge gatherings and shit, that's definitely not old people. <laughs> that's that's the youth. Well, we've got we've got one thing going for us, and that's one in three people in this country has diabetes. Yeah, which Italy Italy does not have. See, this is the other thing. I'm sorry, I'm so tangential, but I need to get a lot off my chest. Italy has healthier young people than we do. Right. Most countries have healthier young people than we do, except. So we're not, we're not taking that. We don't, it's going to be worse here, I think. Oh yeah. Because we've got, you know, most of Italy, it's not a big smoking country. You know, they're on the Mediterranean diet. They walk everywhere. You know, their, their health system is one of the best in the world. They have a first class health system. Like their, their hospitals are as good as they get. Oh, for sure. And I think. I think that's why this part of the episode, what we're talking about right now, which is Trump in the early days of this acting like it's a hoax. And like, he didn't like, just so we can let people know where he did actually say this at a rally in Charleston, South Carolina on February 28th, he said, Democrats are politicizing the coronavirus. One of my people come up, came up to me and said, Mr. President, They tried to beat you on Russia, Russia, Russia. That did not work out too well. They could not do it. They tried the impeachment hoax. They tried anything. And this is their new hoax. And then, more than a week later, on March 9th, he tweeted, So last year, 37,000 Americans died from the common flu. It averages between 27,000 and 70,000 per year. Nothing is shut down. Life and the economy go on. At this moment, there are 546 confirmed cases of coronavirus with 22 deaths. Think about that. And then he tweeted another thing about the fake news media making this a bigger deal than it is. And like those tweets are borderline human rights abuses. Like he's he instilled this confidence in people who listen to him that going outside and ignoring all of this is fine because the media is making it a bigger deal. And I feel like when people start dying, we're going to trace it back to that. Like there's like, had he come out and immediately said, Holy shit, like we're all 
going to die. Everyone get inside. His base would have got behind that, but they didn't. Yeah. Well, no, because he, you know why. I I think you're getting into why, but, but this is the thing though. It's like they think everything that's science-based is a hoax. So I just don't. Yeah. It's hard for me to buy into anything other than stupidity with all of this. I don't, I think he really thought it was a hoax. I really do. I think that's who he is. Well, it's not, it's not so much just that he thought it was a hoax. He put Jared Kushner in charge of responding (laughs) to this. And Jared Kushner, it has since come out, is the one, like when he says, one of my people came up and told me this, he's talking about Jared Kushner. So I wonder if Jared Kushner is trying to kill Trump. Like, is does he know, well, coronavirus is going to just kill old people. Maybe I'll be president next if I kill all these old people in government. <laughs> like, maybe this is just Kushner trying to wipe out the whole Trump administration and take over the country. I don't, I don't think he's that smart either. Probably not. I just, no, I don't think any of these people are this smart. This is, it, this is, it, nobody planned this. This, I believe that this is. I'm going to sound crazy right now, and I don't really care. This is planet Earth making an executive decision. That's what's happening right now. That's how it happens. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't... What goes down. I don't think this is a bioweapon. I don't think it was launched by any countries. But just like like the bee knows how to go to the right flower, this virus is like, okay, the kids seem pretty cool. (laughs) Let's, Let's leave the kids out of it. And move on. Yeah. I don't know. But the kids are proving to not be cool. Like uh, the way a lot of kids and young people are responding to this is not fucking great. And we're going to talk about a couple examples of that right now. And I think, I think I'm thinking of like small children, which the Spanish flu did not spare. And I guarantee you, if this thing was hurting small children, people would be rioting right now. I will say that. Right. If, but that's anyway. kind of the whole problem. Like it, uh, it shouldn't really matter who I know. it's killing, especially if we're talking about a thing that could kill millions of people. And it, yep. it feels like there's, I, I'm jumping ahead a little, but it feels like there's kind of a purge mentality right now where yep. there's all these groups that already can't really fend for themselves. And now that this has happened like a whole half of the country is like well they couldn't fend for themselves anyway so uh, i guess they can't fend for themselves now bummer and like what i think what trump did probably led directly to what happened with the utah jazz which for the record dumbest team name in sports the jazz it's it's fine if you're the new orleans jazz which is what they were before they moved to Utah, but you don't take that name with you to Utah. There's no jazz in Utah. Yep. Should be the Utah salt. It should be the Utah singers. The yeah. Utah acapella. The Utah, Utah Mormons. Yeah. Just give, just, just, let's just call it what it is. The Utah Mormons. Yeah. Probably yeah. like go Mormons. I mean, when is the only, when you're, when are you ever going to hear that anyway? Exactly. You know, let's go Mormons. Let's go. Never, <laughs> never. They need their time too. So let's talk about Rudy Gobert from the Utah Jazz. This one, I'm sure, like this felt like this felt like the moment. Like when this happened, this is when I decided to shut down the Unpop Studio. Uh, it, it feels like there was this half an hour that if you weren't watching the NBA or watching Sports Center, you kind of didn't realize how quickly things were turning from one thing to another. I, I was weirdly. I was, which never happens, but my husband's really into basketball and we, it really was like a two hour period of just everything changing everything. Yeah, it did right there. It seemed like this was the moment. And if for some reason people aren't familiar, Rudy Gobert, he was a player for the Utah jazz. The NBA had put this distancing rule in place that said players and reporters had to stay like eight feet away from each other. Very smart. And Rudy Gobert was of the belief that this was all being hyped up and was nothing really to worry about. So at the end of a press conference, he touched all of the microphones and recorders that he could 
Then he went in the locker room and did the same thing with his teammates and all of their belongings. And sure enough, turns out he had coronavirus and spread it to a teammate named Donovan Mitchell. Cool, cool, cool. And uh, Donovan Mitchell was not happy, if you can believe that. Weird. Yeah, I would I would be surprised if Rudy Gobert is still p- what? Sorry, my puppy's talking. My Ripley, which you've never heard on this show, wants to be on the, the network. Just so you know, we're going to give her her own show, guys. I would be fine with so, that. Dogs, I know, she's a good puppy. Dogs are going to have to carry this network on when we're all gone. <laughs> it's just going to be dogs and podcasts after yep. this is done. <laughs> Yeah, I'd be surprised if Rudy Gobert is still with the Utah Jazz much longer. No, because he essentially drove a pickup truck into the uh, basketball court wearing a blindfold. That's what he did. That's what he did. Yeah, that's what this is. And like, and then if if that pickup truck could split off into two pickup trucks, which then split up into two more pickup trucks, (laughs) that's what he did. Yeah, and it and. It's so fortunate that he only infected one other teammate and that that teammate is a single dude with no kids, as is Rudy Gobert. But that player, there's, I mean, that team, there's tons of players who are married. There's staff who are married. You know, they're like, all have kids or several of them have kids, I'm assuming. I don't know why I'm having so, so much trouble spitting this concept out, but you get it. Like he could have infected so many more people. And yeah. that's why when when now people are like, well, why are all these NBA players getting tested? It's like, I want these dudes to get tested because they have the means to go out and still party. And even if they have it, they're not going to look like they have it. Like when you're this no. young and healthy and you get coronavirus, you probably have the sniffles for a few days. And like they get, they have the means to go anywhere they want and do whatever they want. So fuck yeah, test them now. Like yeah, it's I'm fine with it. I mean I'm not fine yeah. with it. We should have more tests. That's pretty alarming that we don't. But ugh. Oh, yeah, but but you've got good news, right? That's the next thing, right? Is we're gonna go move on to good news, right, Adam? Well, it depends on how you frame it, Caitlin. <laughs> okay. On the one hand, <laughs> oh God, there could be mass arrests of a global pedophile ring coming in the next few days. I'm so into it. Th- that would be good news, I guess, if it was a real thing that was actually happening. But it's almost certainly not. But a lot of people on the internet think it is because people need that right now. Yeah, that's what they need. They need pedophiles to go down. Yeah, especially those QAnon types. You know, I keep joking about it, but like, I think I just want to run. And literally the only thing I'm going to promise to do as president of the United States is instate capital punishment for pedophiles and not really worry about anything else. I'm just going to hire a bunch of experts for everybody else, everything else. Like, oh, you know all this? Cool. You run this. You're good at that. You're a good medical guy. You do this. Meanwhile, my job, taking out pedophiles. (laughs) As president of the United States, that's all I'm going to do. That's it. Uh, have fun joining the Clinton body count, Caitlin. <laughs> <laughs> They're never going to stand for that. Uh, they won't. Oh, God. So, yeah, QAnon. They are all in a, a tizzy over this because QAnon, like the, the driving theory behind all of that is this uh, thing called the storm. And the yeah. storm is when it's what QAnon thinks Trump's end game is. And basically their belief, uh, it's tied to Pizzagate and all that shit, is that there is this global ring of mostly Democratic and uh, liberal media type people who are all pedophiles and they <laughs> all participate in this global sex trafficking ring. And Trump is here to drain the swamp and what they've been promising the entire time Trump's been in office is that at some point there's going to be this national lockdown of some sort. And when it happens, that's when, you know, Trump's going out to get the pedophiles and God damn it. Of course, the first celebrity who gets coronavirus has to be Tom Hanks 
because Tom Hanks is number one on their list in terms of people in Hollywood that they accuse of being a pedophile. And so once Tom Hanks got it, the storm is coming, Caitlin. I hope you're ready. And then the end, I, w- I want to just come back to this, that the announcement of, of Tom Hanks's exposure came out in the same like two hour period as this whole NBA thing. Like all of this happened at the same time. Oh, yeah. Right. And so QAnon also thinks the NBA is part of this. Sure, of course. Because they if I can get uh, a little medical sciency here for you and uh, oh, well, drop maybe some- I might might be able to keep up uh you probably already know all of this but elite uh, elite types and like professional athletes all your really rich people in the country uh they take this uh supplement called adrenochrome and the way they sure. the way they get adrenochrome caitlin is mm-hmm. by uh torturing children you can only extract it from their glands when they are under extreme stress and that's the best time to go in and extract adrenochrome from the young adam 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 yeah yeah just want to point out that this is also the plot of dr sleep just want to point that out oh sure 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 yeah of course it is okay cool yeah cool and uh but also it's the plot of the global conspiracy to traffic children caitlin got it so can I just just say that people who want to traffic children are bad enough without witchcraft involved? Yeah, they don't. They don't a, need all the need, all the voodoo. No, no, we don't need the bells and the whistles and the rickety when it comes to pedophiles. So I'm not really sure why people feel the need to tack on adrenochrome. Uh, but 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 you know, real glad you brought that up. Thank hey, you. Thank, well, I just wanted people to know how how the global how how the pizzagate cabal works oh these people oh my god yeah oh my this is god. pretty fucking crazy this is uh no, wait, wait i'm i'm confused about something so are these the same people that think covid is a hoax that is uh, kind of up in the air i can't tell if they think it's a hoax or if they think the government is just seizing this opportunity to round up people and arrest them it's it they seem to be split the community seems to be split over that part but uh right they're wiling the fuck out on twitter there was uh once tom hanks went public with it you should read the comments under tom hanks (laughs) no i'm I'm good i i can't like i can't with these people i don't know how you have the fortitude to deal with it i i can't these people are too much for my brain right now and i'm very grateful that you were willing to dig into the shit for it. <laughs> yeah, even someone even tweeted at me and said that their dad sent them an email and said that Trump was going to impose a 48-hour national lockdown and that it was going to be a cover to round up Satanist pedophiles. And this person asked their dad if he had ever heard of Alex Jones, and his dad said no. So, like, this is spreading from all over the goddamn place now. And yeah, like the tweets are crazy. It's all fucking nuts. But like, you know, that's their, that's their escape. I guess we're all handling this the way we're handling it. And if you need to think Tom Hanks is, uh, they keep saying going to suicide himself, which that's not how you say it. That is how you say it. If you're an idiot. Yeah. And he, he also seems very happy in quarantine for, being on the verge of getting tried in a military tribunal i don't know why it would happen that way but okay twitter he seems to be in really good spirits i mean look there are two things that the global community are working on right now a vaccine for covid and just making sure the fuck that tom hanks doesn't die because if tom hanks dies we're gonna lose our collective shit I get, I, I'm telling you that would mess people up in a way. And I mean, we're going to have to deal with it one day, whether or not, but him getting it, I think on the other side of the sanity spectrum actually helped people understand that this was really happening. Um, I think a lot of boomers who were kind of like shaking it off for the most part saw that and they were like, Oh shit. Like that's not good. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, for sure. It'll be interesting. I can't believe I'm saying this out loud, but it'll be 
well, everybody's thinking this. Like, it'll be interesting to see which celebrity gets taken out by this first, because that's inevitable. And it'll be a whole other, that'll be a day. It will like, just mark my words. That will be a big day whenever that happens. Cause we already have Idris Elba, one of the cool guys from game of Thrones and Tom Hanks all testing positive. Right. So that proves to you that exposure happens, like even in the most rarefied of circumstances. So it doesn't matter if you're a billionaire. If you're 70 years old and you get this thing, you are fucked. You are. But we'll talk about that later. Yeah. So let's let's shift focus a little bit because we've been talking about the, the conspiracy theory types who are, uh, I would argue, uh, partially responsible for spreading this. The people who think, yeah. well, this is just a hoax and uh, I don't have to worry about it. I uh, feel like there's a second class of people that are causing this to spread, which by the time, like where we don't know how much it's spread yet. We don't have, we don't have tests. We have no idea. And if it is spreading, which it almost certainly is, I think the other group of people who are contributing to that are young people who have heard repeatedly that it's not going to kill them. So what's the big deal if I go out and do shit? And I think the young person who, and she's not even that young. So she just barely skates by on that. She's 31, which young to me, but not young enough to not know better than to do this dumb shit. Vanessa Hudgens went on her Instagram and said this. Um, yeah, till July sounds like a bunch of bullshit. I'm sorry, but like, it's a virus. I get it. Like, I respect it, but at the same time, like, even if everybody gets it, like, yeah, people are gonna die. It's just terrible, but like, inevitable? I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't be doing this right now. (laughs) She should not have been doing that right now. That's a bold stance for her to take. Uh, Yeah. Even if everyone gets it, the way she says die. She says lots of people are going to die. And it's like, you callous fuck. Like, what especially bothers me about her doing this is, like, she's lived such a fucking life by the age of 31. She's seen so many things and done so many things and gone so many places that most people in their lives will never do or see or go And the thought of staying in your house for four fucking months is offensive enough that you're all right with everyone's grandma and grandpa dying at the same time. Get the fuck out of here. When this country inevitably overthrows the rich, I hope they fucking start with Vanessa Hudgens. I just don't think she gets it. I, I, this is, I've been having this conversation with people. Here's the thing. Like most people haven't been through anything. They have no idea what is about to register here. And I know what you're saying. I agree with what you're saying. She's super annoying. Um, no, I don't I don't think she's annoying. I mean, I've stuck up for the movie Sucker Punch several times. Like, I think <laughs> Vanessa Hudgens is great. But I think this video yeah, and this stance I mean, she's this- taken on it is just some ignorant. It's mean. Like, it's, again, it's purge mentality. It's, well, those people can't fend for themselves, but... I'm not going to fucking stop living my life because of that. Yeah, but this lends to itself to the bigger point that I'm trying to make. It's like, this is the society we built. No, like, I, we, I know, yeah. We, you know, we invested in these people for whatever reason. I don't know why, because that wasn't really my era of investing in, you know, teeny bopper people. But we invested in it, and this is what we get. But Vanessa Hudgens is... Like celebrity is not the problem. Like Vanessa Hudgens is in this case, the voice of millions of people like her who also are of the same opinion that, well, if I get it, I'm not going to die. So what's the big deal? And like, that's purge shit. Yeah. I just, I think you are taking for granted that you are a conscious person and a conscious thinker and people are acting unconsciously right now. Like they don't, they ha- they just people don't have any way to compute what's going on. I really believe that. Like, I- I'm not saying these are good people, and I'm not saying you're even wrong. I'm just saying like 
this is unconscious people trying to rationalize what's about to happen. Right. And, and I she's, would, she's, she's, she's saying what a lot of people think because she's like a lot of people and a lot of people are just not able to wrap their heads around what could possibly be rolling in our direction. What's likely rolling in our direction. Right. And those people are the problem. Like there is an entire half of the country that isn't reacting that way. Like even if a lot of us are buying too much toilet paper, it's because we plan to stay the fuck inside and not make people sick. And it's just like, when we talk about Florida, like Florida, ugh, okay. yeah, but we'll first, get there. let's keep going. We're going to, you know what? Let's keep going. Here I, we go. I had a question when all of the shutdowns started and especially when the lockdown in San Francisco happened. And my question was, what about the homeless people? Because, yeah. because San Francisco's homeless population right now is about 28,000. It's over 28,000 people. I don't know. That's I don't, I, oh my God. And like, even there, like you, you see them do essentially the right thing where they're like, all right, we're just going to fucking lock down. Restaurants are closed. Bars are closed. Stay inside. And then people ask about the homeless and they're like, well, we got an idea for that. Homeless people, only one of you to a tent, which right there, the next sentence should have been form a line to the right to get your tent. But instead, they did not offer tents. So the next question was, well, you have a policy in San Francisco of when there's a homeless encampment or a a tent on the sidewalk, the city goes in and takes all those tents and takes everyone's belongings and chucks them in the trash. Surely you're going to stop doing that during all this, right? And the city of San Francisco was like, nope, we sure are not. So how the fuck are you going to ask homeless people to sleep one to a tent and continue confiscating tents. And it like, it's, it's so frustrating because again, it feels like a purge thing because San Francisco fucking knows that even if you don't have any symptoms, you could still be spreading this and they're directing all their efforts to homeless people who have the symptoms. So what about whoever they've come in contact with for the past Two to 14 days, which is how long, depending on what country you ask, that's how long it takes symptoms to show up. You could be spreading it the whole time. Like this is going to, I mean, it's going to fix San Francisco's homeless problem, but (laughs) in a fucking horrifying movie way. Yeah, no, that's, I mean, I think what you're saying about purge mentality is sadly accurate. Yeah, I just, I don't understand the, the justification for something like that. And the same thing with ice. You're seeing ice still making people come to check-ins. They're still fucking conducting, they're especially conducting raids now because people are staying in their homes. Yeah, it's horrifying. And meanwhile, the ACLU filed a lawsuit to get ICE to release everyone because people are going to die in those detention centers. Like, there's already prison guards testing positive for this shit. Like, this is, like, it really is going to kill the most vulnerable people in this country. Yep. And the whole world is going to watch. Yeah. And uh, half of us want to still be able to go to TGI Fridays and watch it on the TV screen while we eat jalapeno poppers, which. uh, Well, I've always valued the fact that I've avoided chain restaurants. So, I mean, okay, let's not let's not get elitist (laughs) on this podcast. (laughs) No, I just wanted to just wanted to get in a jab. I I certainly haven't come here to sully the good name of Outback Steakhouse. Sorry, my refined palate enjoys Australian food. I'll be honest. I love Claim Jumper. Love Claim Jumper. I've never been to a Claim Jumper. We're going to go. We're going to go to Rouse and we're going to go to Claim Jumper when all this is over in the same day. (laughs) We should. Yeah, I'm going to do so much stuff I never do when this is all over. (laughs) I'm going to go to Disney World finally. Or Disneyland, whichever one's here. Oh my God, that would be great. Let's do that. I want to go to baseball games again. Okay. All that shit. Uh, Wouldn't mind finishing out that basketball season. It was a pretty interesting one. That was a bummer. It it really was like the most interesting season in NBA history in years. That's That's what my husband said. Yeah, it was great. It was great. The Kobe thing happened, so now it's like, shit, are the Lakers going to win a championship? Or if they don't, Kobe's going to. Yeah, I think 
I think everybody was like Kobe, the ghost of Kobe Bryant going to haunt him with he excellence. Will. He will. Um, yeah. He's going to wake him up at five in the morning and just be like, why aren't you up? And he's like, going to be, hoops he's going right to be now. fucking great at it. Yeah. He, yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> just okay. So we've so, got homeless people. We've got ice deporting people now. And so here we go. I want to, I want to talk about, I I brought this opinion up on this week's episode of Unpopular Opinion, but I've had more time to think about it. And uh, I said at the time I was kind of joking. And now that I've had more time to think about it, nope, I fucking mean it. We need two Americas. Now, it's too late now to stop what's happening in this country now. But when you look at how... People are reacting to coronavirus. There was an article that Vox put out where they surveyed Republicans and Democrats. And overwhelmingly, Democrats believe this is an issue and believe that we need to take steps to fight it. And Republicans tend to think that a lot less. And one of the stories that I think is most indicative of that split is the stories we've seen recently about beaches in Florida. And we see all these pictures of people gathered on beaches in Florida, and they're like, why won't Florida shut their beaches down? And here's the thing. Miami shut their beaches down, and Fort Lauderdale shut their beaches down. It's the Gulf Coast that is keeping their beaches open. And if you go look at a 2016 presidential map of Florida and look at the counties and how they voted... The counties that close their beaches voted Democrat and all the counties that leave their beaches open voted Republican. And it's just so obvious, like this has made it clear to me personally and probably a lot of people just how consequential that divide in this country is. It's literally going to cost us hopefully just thousands of lives, but probably more than that. So like, fuck it, split it up. At the at the at the onset, here's the thing I didn't someone called me on this last time I brought it up. At the onset, anyone who wants to move to either side, move and the side you want to move to will pay for it. So no one has to live under fucking Republicans if they don't want to. No one has to live under Democrats if they don't want to. We don't have to be all East and West Germany about it. We can still come back and forth and visit, but in a situation like this, fuck no. Shut the borders. Let Republicans deal with it like Republicans and we'll deal with it like Democrats or socialists or whatever fucking progress we're able to make once we drop that goddamn dead weight that is about to kill us all. That's all. Sounds simple. Yeah, I think it should go pretty smooth. I think I just uh, I gave the roadmap. You put you laid it out. So I wish that would I wish that was something that was possible, but I don't think it is. I just I don't see the thing that I see more than anything with people fighting this thing is, and I, I don't even want to, I'm not even going to divide it into political parties because I, I see it on both sides. What I see is some people thriving in conflict and another group of people trying to make decisions and make things better. And it really doesn't matter what side of the aisle you are on. If you are a person that wants to constantly be in to feel embattled and to feel victimized, you can do that. You can figure out a way. And I think that these people taking to the beach, and again, like you said, your crazy thing. So I'll say my crazy thing. I think they have a subconscious desire to create conflict in their life. And I think they feel like they need to, that everything they do is a stance. Those people on that beach know they shouldn't be there. And they're there to defy fill in the blank, you know, people that think, Tom Hanks is juicing child terror for invincibility potions or whatever. It's just science, Um, Caitlin. (laughs) So I think that what we are dealing with and what we are seeing is a shift in in consciousness in our species. I, I don't think it's as simple as it is as simple and it's not as simple. It's complicated. But it's like, I think if you ask a person, hey, are you a are you a like a a decision maker and, and, and looking for an outcome or are you the victim? Nobody's going to sit there and say like, Oh, I'm the victim. Nobody's going to say that about themselves. 
it isn't until you look at yourself and say, oh, I have a victim mentality and I need to change that, that that actually you're you just not, you're not a person that wants to solve problems. And a lot of people want to live in problems. They don't want to solve them. And this is all to say that if Adam, when you become president and I am your what am I if you're president, what do I get to do? Chief of staff? I should be chief of staff. Yeah, chief of staff, because vice president doesn't do it. Chet will be vice president. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chet's a good VP. Because um, can keep him contained. Yeah, he'll love that because he can like be kind of a doctor, kind of a this, kind of a that. It'd be great. He'll be yeah. really, really good at that. So uh, as your chief of staff. Um, so when all of that happens, what I foresee is people just making it difficult for no reason other than make they they need to feel that they had a say in this thing. And they'll be like, well, I want, you know, I like living in California. I'm just a regular country girl in San Diego, inexplicably. And uh, I want to live in a Republican world. They're not going to move because they don't want to move because they don't want to move. And that's what will happen. I just I I just I just think that 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 America, for for whatever fucking reason, has a very high population of people that like conflict. And we're going to pay for that. We're paying for it right now. There's no other way around it. Yeah. Yeah. And it like that, what you're talking about probably doesn't break down as strictly along party lines, but I feel like, like, I feel like oh, that's you're right. No, no, no. I feel Sorry, like that's me... where the boomer stuff comes in more than anything. Boomer stuff like sure. people, people who are like, well, I'm an American and it's my right to do whatever I want. And it's like, it has never been your right to do whatever you want. Like that's never been how this country works. We have certain freedoms that aren't allowed in other countries. That doesn't mean it's anarchy here. Like you don't just get to do whatever you want. No, I mean, I I think that they're the saddest generation. And I know that like on the outset, it's like, well, why? I do. I think they're the most, they're the most depressing lost generation of people that the world has ever seen. And they don't, they didn't have a purpose. Nobody gave them anything to do. And so then they just got shitty and they were raised by people with PTSD. So they were screamed at their whole lives. And then they see Trump and that reminds them of their dad. And now we're here. That's my short explanation. <laughs> I just want you to know that in the time that we've recorded this, I'm watching the stats. Three people have died of COVID. <laughs> oh, good, good, good. Yeah, are we even, are are we know. even still allowed to be in this kind of proximity to each other? I'm I don't no know. fucking idea. I just I don't know why I keep getting refresh on this stat site that I'm on, but it's so scary. Well, if you want a nice respite, you can go to Twitter and type in hashtag the storm and definitely uh, gonna pass on that. <laughs> Lot, lots of fun tidbits happening over there too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, here's a tidbit. So I, I'm watching this site. It's uh, coronavirus. It's called 1.3 acres is the website. And then there's a COVID-19 counter if you all want to get depressed. So on the 15th, what's the date? Are you still in your 48 hours right now? Is that what's happening? Y- yeah, I am. <laughs> I, but, so it's the 15th or no, sorry. It was the 15th that I last took a screenshot of this thing. What's the date right now that we're recording? The 18th. The- Okay. On the 15th, there were 3,557 cases. And today there are 9,221 cases. Ugh. Good times. So everybody that thinks that this is not a thing that is listening to this is hate listening to this right now. Um, I, f- I feel like people are mostly past that. Like, hopefully, our, know. hopefully our audience is. They should be. We're pretty... <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I. I mean, we're fun. I guess <laughs> we're nice. You. You like us. today. Today we're not that fun. But no. But I, I felt like we needed. We as a network had to talk about what's happening a little bit, and it's healthy to talk about it. We were talking via text before this about. Uh, I think it was Orange County or somewhere uh, going on lockdown, and I mentioned. You know, I would way rather live for a month under martial law than yes. live the way we're living right now. And that's a thing I thought I would never say, but we have no, reached, it's, we have reached the point where I would be all right. If the military shoots at you for being outside without a reason, yes, I completely agree. But, I completely agree. And we'll get there. <laughs> yeah. We'll get there because people don't even want to do this. 
So it's like, yeah, this is going to like, if we did that, it would suck for a month, but what's happening right now, it's going to suck for a year if people keep up what they're doing. Well, what's the R not on this thing? It's like three infections per one person. Yeah. Something so, like that. So 9,000 people have been diagnosed. Cool. Yeah. For a, for a good example of how that's going to work, there's, there's a graphic out there about what happens when the NSA does a two hop warrant or a three hop warrant where once they've got a warrant on one person, they can start surveilling uh, any contacts that are within two Mm -hmm. or three hops of that person. And it just Mm -hmm. fucking spreads to the point where they're like surveilling the whole city. And like, it's the same thing. Like, even if you only infect one or two people, like imagine if there was one or two more of all of us, all of a sudden be a very crowded Mm -hmm. place. That's a lot of people. So, uh, Imagine if there's uh, two or three less of all of us. It's going to be bad. So stay inside. Well, here's the good news. After the Black de- after the Black Death, we had the Renaissance. Yeah, that's true. So, and there's Italy again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it feels like they're not going to lead whatever good comes after this this time, though. But um, we'll see. I don't. You know what? I have my prediction on this. I think it's going to be. There's going to be some. The superpower thing is going to completely change. Well, I mean, and if, if I, Italy leads whatever happens next, it's going to be fascist as fuck. That's going to be the problem. Like this yeah. could like one thing that legitimately scares me is especially in the United States, our go to thing in times of crisis is to just give a little more of our freedom and liberty away in the name of being protected. And I'm fine doing that while this is a problem, but I don't want it to turn into a thing where, yeah, well, what if we just keep the military in the streets all the time for all sorts of other things now? Like, I I don't fucking want that. So I don't either. I just, just be cool. People just be cool. Be cool. Just fucking be cool. Why can't people be cool? We told people to not shake babies, right? People kept shaking babies. So hopefully now, People listen and they just, just be cool. Just be cool and stay inside. It's not that bad. I never thought I'd be this excited for NFL free agency. Okay. Glued to the television. This is going to change all of us. Yeah, it sure is. Yeah, it is. People are going to find God. They're going to lose God. They're going to, I'll tell you one thing. This is free advice. If I were, if I could, I would invest in a probate business right now. Why because because people are going to die without their affairs in order because boomers are notoriously unprepared and unorganized um, for this. And they are, I guarantee you, like their homes are not put in a living trust. All of, I promise you that's what this is. Yeah. So <laughs> Adam and Caitlin, <laughs> one shop, one stop probate shop. I don't know. I don't know how we make money off of that, but probate and surprise chicken. That is, uh, the, you know how everybody talks about the people that made money in the gold rush by putting out supplies. That's what's going to be this because people aren't prepared for this. No, no, definitely not. Yeah. This is, this is wild. It's, uh, this is wild. It's going to be interesting, but, uh, we'll still keep doing podcasts as long as we're alive. It's all we have. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's, uh, oof. It's weird to be recording this way. I know. But now I'm also like, do I even need that studio? Can I just do this though and save? See? It's going to change us all. Significantly reduce my overhead. You don't need the studio if this is, I mean. Well, I mean. uh, Maybe we we could talk about this offline, but I mean, (laughs) you know. No, trust me. It's a thing I've been thinking about. You can't have people for the next three months near you. So, well, I mean, in three, if it's just three months, I'm fine. Like I have, I still have a lease for a little bit. So I'm not like, I'm not going to not pay rent, but if it goes beyond that, mm. I just think you're going to get really into not having people. (laughs) Caitlin, I'm already really into not having people i I know i knew it would happen that's not true though i i like i'm i'm going like i'll miss you i'll miss jeff like i'm gonna miss people like i know we'll we'll have to do some of these via skype or something and yeah maybe we can 
do a live thing. I I'm, do like a split live thing. Well, that's one of the things I'm going to investigate is how do I live stream, but just with like me on one side and someone on Skype on the other. Gamers do it. There's yeah. gotta be a way. But I'm not I mean, asking game- those motherfuckers for help. No, fuck them. Like that. They're too scary. I'll buy a man. Boy, are they, boy, are they ready for this? They're going to be just fine. Yeah. Those gamers. Yeah. Like I feel like I should be writing some, some, self-isolation tips because like i've been prepping for this my whole life dude me too i've been social distancing hell yeah i'm all for it i'm all for it i really want to recommend yoga with adrian to everybody too it's amazing she's great they're only 20 minutes at most the sessions and you feel better very nice that is probably good advice yeah i don't know why i said probably I don't know. Well, I got to check know. out that yoga for myself before well, I you know what? give we, it the seal of approval. <laughs> yeah. Adam's yoga uh, episode on conspiracy. Although there is. <laughs> yeah, there is. We've talked yeah. about it. Yeah, there is. Oh, uh, Wuhan. Uh, Wuhan. Wuhan. We can't oh, wait, s- I want to read. I want to read something. I want to read something. Someone sent okay. me something really wonderful and it's going to make you smile. And I want everyone to, to hear this. So we got, I got a direct message from Mary, this girl, Mary. And she said, Hey girl, I didn't want to, I wanted, I didn't want people to at me for being told I'm a Corona insensitive. So I thought I'd DM you instead for posting this. I'm a teacher in fucking Kern County here in California where we have, where we have one of the largest school districts to decide to, for schools to close. So my district gave us a stupid Google slide to show every day about how to wash hands for the, uh, and that's how the virus comes from and all of that. I decided to modify it and make it more fun for kids because kids don't need to be more scared about this than they already are. I decided to take a page out of your book and let the kids know where that we were going to have fun, a fun way to say Wuhan. <laughs> Literally had my fifth graders yelling Wuhan when they walked through the halls. It's brought a little fun to the scary situation, so thank you. Thank you for giving me a way to talk to my class and lighten up this dark topic. Woo-ha! Side note, my classroom will forever know the origin of COVID-19. We were watching Willie walk in the chocolate factory, and one of the boys said, "Uh, Miss Bueller, if a baby Wuhan got a golden ticket, they wouldn't be let in the chocolate factory. (laughs) Cute. And I couldn't help but laugh. Thanks for helping us deal. So I wanted you to hear that. And I wanted, I don't know. I don't, I don't think I've ever read fan mail on our show before, but that really touched me that, that, that Mary took the time to, to tell me that, um, you know, and on another note, there are going to be a lot of people making content for you. Part of it is to keep ourselves sane, but the other part of it is to genuinely try to make you feel better. And um, if you can send notes of encouragement to people out there doing that, it's going to mean the world to them, the world to them. Trust me, because Adam and I typically just send this out to the universe and I move on. And, you know, so as, as I said before, please reach out. I'd love to hear from you, especially now. Um, and, uh, and I'm going to be launching my mysterious podcast here on the Unpops network, um, in the next couple weeks. So I'm excited about that. Yeah, you are born on the 5th of July coming at you from Unpops. I don't know. I don't think, I, I mean, I don't have anything to plug right now beyond uh, if you're subscribed on Patreon. Holy shit. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, if uh, you're able to to chip in and subscribe on Patreon, you get lots of bonus stuff that will keep you company for a long, long time. There are so many episodes of Pretty Scary you haven't heard. And uh, so, yeah, just uh, support if you can. And we will still, yeah. we'll still be keep you company and i promise this is the last time we'll talk about coronavirus as an entire Mm. episode for a while okay (laughs) yeah i mean we're probably gonna at least mention it a little bit on like if there were podcasts during the great depression everyone would start with god damn it it's still the great depression fuck all right let's talk about buster keaton or whatever no then it'd be like let's move on to the dust bowl (laughs) yeah exactly just remember, kids, it can always get worse. The other day I had this thought. I was like, wow, I'm living in a Ken Burns documentary right now. Like, it's happening. Yeah, this is this is quite a time to be alive. It's definitely going to be in history books. Yep. Isn't that great? Yeah, it's so good. Yeah. <laughs> so cool. So fun. So cool. It's like, uh, it's like when System of a Down was one of the biggest bands in the world. And it was like, oh, that's unique. I'm living in a weird time. What the fuck was that about? Yeah, right? 
so that confusing. Post 9/11? That was post 9-11, right? Yeah. That was, yeah, well, that was the government testing us for this day. That's, that's, no, it was just. And we music failed. Was, music was weird for a while after 9-11. That's a whole topic. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. We should wrap this up. Caitlin, stay safe, please. I am literally not leaving my house. So I think I can do that. You and me both. I am also not leaving your house. I am in the spare bedroom. That weird explains so much. Like why you haven't been able to get into the spare bedroom. Exactly. I've been barricading it from the inside. That God, I feel real silly now. So you should, uh, I got you good. I got you good. good. I'm going to tell my husband because this has really been driving him nuts. You know, Um, (laughs) he doesn't have guns, does he? (laughs) Oh, no, just slingshots. (laughs) (laughs) Good. I brought those two. This will be fun. Sweet, sweet, sweet. I'll see you in like I'll see you in like two minutes. (laughs) All right. All right. right. Let's get out of here. Caitlin, say goodbye. Bye, guys. Goodbye, everybody. We love you.